With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Seahawks fans, wherever you may be, thanks for listening to the show. Join your hosts, Bill Alfstead and Keith Myers, as we talk Seahawks football. Hey, Seahawks fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Seahawks Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Alfstead, sitting down with co-host Keith Myers here to talk Seahawks football. We've got it in our hands now. The final 53-man roster officially released by the team. Uh, now we can see all the cuts. We can see the, the players that made the initial 53. That's before uh, practice squad is established and um, injury uh Injury cuts and injury uh, manipulation to the roster uh, gets gets adjusted uh, probably this time tomorrow. We'll have maybe a, a, a final final for you by the by midweek end of the week uh, for sure. Welcome in, Keith. Yeah, um, there are some some interesting parts on here, some different surprises. Um, overall, the fifty three is kind of what we expected, and I think there's like you know just three or four spots that might be a little bit different, but um, it there's some, the way in which people were removed fr from the roster. There are guys that um, appear to be injured that we didn't expect them to be. And if they don't get claimed, they land on injured reserve and the Seahawks retain them for uh, the year, but they can't play. So. Yeah. 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 It's, in it's interesting. I thought, I think the best way to do this is just to kind of go through position groups um for clarity uh, not only for us but for everyone else rather than kind of jumping around all over the place um so why don't we do that so uh right at the top at quarterback geno smith drew lock made the roster holton allers uh, ailers is um was waived mm -hmm. but again um every wave player that we talk about today uh, has an opportunity to get back onto the practice squad and that would definitely be one of those yeah. Um, and then yeah, those guys that are 
um, once they get back in the practice squad, that doesn't mean you won't see them in a game because with the way the rules are now where they can elevate someone up to the roster, um, there are guys that got cut today that may play week one. That's true. That is true. Crazy. All right. Uh, running back, uh, Ken Walker, Zach Charbonnet, DJ Dallas. There was some speculation that based on a cryptic tweet that he sent that maybe he was in jeopardy. That's not true. He's on the roster. Kenny McIntosh made the roster um, initially. And he's they, a candidate to go to injured reserve in 24 yes. hours and yes. open up a roster spot for someone else. And then that would give um, a chance for someone else to use that roster spot. And uh, Sador, uh, Sir Roderick Thompson uh, was waived. Uh, he could be invited back to the practice squad. Um, wide receiver, Keith. There were a couple of uh, surprises here, and one of them was the idea that uh, Derek Young was is on the initial roster. I guess it isn't a surprise, but it is a strategy. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, I mean, he, this is a guy who has a lot of physical talents in that, but hasn't been healthy. And, um, there was, I thought that because of other injuries there, that the team was going to need depth and therefore would put him on IR in order to create a, a roster spot for someone else. Um, he made the roster at least initially, which means that the team plans on using him at some point. Now he may still end up going to IR just like we um, talked about with Macintosh and he'll be back. He, he'll be eligible to be back in four weeks. Um, but at least for now he made the roster and it's not a huge surprise given that they created a bunch of packages for him. They moved him around. He was a fullback. He was an H back. Um, they did a bunch of things to get him on the field. Uh, and if you're going to spend the energy to develop packages for a player, they're not absolutely cut. Yeah, I mean, he struggled a little bit in preseason, had some drops and and whatnot, but still a good player, still a guy you want to develop for sure. Yeah, um, Jake Bobo made the roster. I don't think that that was a surprise by the time it happened, but that's a great story. Uh, Cody Thompson, his fifth uh, camp, uh, four with Seattle, one with another ball club, finally made an opening day roster, um, and and good for him. Not an opening day, but uh, the the initial cut down uh, mm-hmm. to the fifty three, and then Esep Winston was a was a cut. I originally had him on my roster. I think you did. I did uh, have him on as my well. roster, and we just had Derek Young um, starting off on injured reserve. So I think there's a there's a possibility that uh, if Young does go to injured reserve in twenty four hours, that um, Esep Winston Jr. is the guy that gets yeah. um, brought back. If not, I agree. I would be surprised if he did not end up on the practice squad. So, and then, uh, uh, Matt Landers, Kate Johnson, uh, Lindsay were all, um, waived at this mm-hmm. point. So we'll see what happens. And then Dwayne Eskridge is suspended. Doesn't count against the roster. So that's the wide receiver room. How about tight ends and, and, uh, offensive line Keith? Well, the, the tight ends are, um, exactly what we expected, right? Will Disley, um, Noah Fant, Kobe Parkinson, um, with guys like uh, Mabry getting cut um, and 
other guys that were more camp bodies. Um, that was exactly what we knew was going to happen uh, unless they found a trade partner to trade someone like Colby Parkinson um, away that they were going with those three, the offensive line. Um, it also kind of shaked down exactly how we thought it would be right. Charles mm-hmm. cross, uh, Damian Lewis, Evan Brown, Phil Haynes, and Abe Lucas are your starters. Olu Oluwatimi, uh, Anthony Bradford, Jake Curran, and Stern Forsyth are your, um, your reserves, your backups. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we expected. Yeah. I think, you know, there wasn't uh, kind of Stone Foresight was viewed as kind of a bubble guy just because he's been uh, less than what we wanted to expect from him. We thought there'd be more development. At least I did. Um, and, and it just really hasn't been there. But he's still a good quality uh, guy that can come in and, and take a few snaps for you. Um, but I'm not sure if he's ever going to be the starter that potentially the team thought they may have had when they drafted him. Yeah, I mean, um, he was a sixth round pick, so they weren't, we'll see. They weren't too um, enamored. They just knew that there were, was talent there if they could teach him to use it. Um, and yeah, so he, but who, who are they going to keep if not Forsyth, right? Because the other tackles on the roster were not better than him. They were yeah. significantly worse. So well, he's they your swing tackle Greg Island, um, and he had spent some time playing guard and um, tackle. I would mm-hmm. imagine that he comes back onto the practice squad. Um, and then Kendall Randolph, the, the offensive guard, uh, was also let go. And then Joey Hunt, uh, the center, was terminated as well. So Yep. So guys that have enough years in the league don't get waived and they don't go through the waiver process. They're contracts are just terminated and they instantly become a free agent and they could go sign anywhere. Whereas everyone else has to wait 24 hours. And if another team claims them, then they are on that team and they don't really get a choice. So, um, it's the waiver so that, process. So that's the offense, Keith. Um, what do you think about the, the final 53 guys that actually made it? And, you know, obviously there may be a little bit of a, a uh, little bit of movement, um, at the wide receiver spot. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow when injured and reserve guys back. can, yeah. But McIntosh and, and um, uh, Young are two guys that very much could um, go to IR and open up roster spots. My question would be, okay, if you do that, who are the guys coming in, right? And I already sent, mentioned um, Aesop Winston Jr. at receiver and at running back, probably Thompson. Um yeah. Sir Roderick Thompson Jr. as a, the guy that would, would be that fourth uh running back. And if neither of those guys go to IR, both of those the two guys that we talked about um bringing back will very easily just end up um on the practice squad so they're still available. Agreed. Yeah, because I think that uh, Kenny McIntosh is actually ready to come back to practice. Um Pete mentioned that last week that he would be available this week. And uh so we'll just have to We'll just have to see. Um, but, yeah, I think a guy like Derek Young is further, much further away with the abductor strain, um, mm-hmm. and something's going to probably have to give there. All right, let's turn our attention over to the defensive side. Seattle um, keeps six defensive linemen, Keith. That's crazy. Um, and it, it's like I, when we did our 53-man prediction, I had them keeping six defensive linemen and I had them keeping these six and I hated it at the time. 
Um, I yeah. was like, I, I don't like the lack of depth. I don't like that this is all that there is. But I couldn't see another way to do it or anyone else that really needed to be on the roster. I think you went with seven and added um, Gotel. Yes. Um, mainly only just to for have the a reason. Seventh. Exactly. That was, um, the, that was the only reason. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't make it work anywhere else. So I, I went ahead and cut him. Um, I still hate it. I, I still like, you can get by maybe week one with the, with the uh, roster as it is, but long-term you have got to get more depth on the defensive yeah. lines. There's only six now, linemen. Right off, right off the bat, the team did put in reserve on the pup list, uh, Austin Faoli and Brian Monet. Um, mm-hmm. So those guys um, started um, training camp on that list and continue on that list. So really the, the only restriction then on, on them is that they have to miss a mandatory four games yep. and then they and, can be activated and they've and, got and a passive go physical, process. which right now neither is close to. Correct. So, but that was a way to kind of keep them around um, yep. and, and keep spots open on the roster. They didn't use it on the defensive line now. Um, and we can talk about the strategy around that as we, as we move through there. But for now it's Jerron Reed, Cameron Young, and then Dre Jones, Mario Edwards, Mike Morris, and and Miles Adams. Um, they could s- still make a move with Mike Morris. I don't know exactly where he's at um, mm-hmm. on his uh, progress as far as returning. And you could bring it. You could definitely bring a guy back in like uh, Jacob uh, Sykes, for example, who was released, or uh, Gotel. Um, my guess is if they bring someone in, it won't be someone that was with them at training camp. I've um you and i've been texting back and forth looking at every potential nose tackle um that gets released and kind of going through and looking at that it feels kind of like when we are um working on draft prospects and trying to evaluate who's out there (laughs) um instead we're looking at people are getting cut and there's a couple of interesting names and uh few that are yeah seattle is 20th on the waiver wire so mm-hmm. they've got to get through twenty other teams if they want a guy, um, and if and if other teams want him and they're they're in front of Seattle, uh, they don't they don't get that opportunity. That's why you sometimes see trades uh, in this um, time period. It's 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 over now, um, but um, once in a while you'll see Seattle flip a or or trade a player for mm-hmm. a seventh round pick or something, just so that they don't have to go through that uh, period. Yep. of time okay so uh so, linebacker um yeah. they kept 10 which is really nine plus nick Ballore. um okay and there is a, a name on here that was a little bit of a surprise to me um so we go through the list um wagner brooks devin bush john radigan um and nick Ballore are your interior linemen with nuasu taylor Mafe hall and tyreek smith as your um your edge players your outside linebackers mm-hmm. um that's exactly and, how i had it yeah see uh radigan was is the only surprise to me um yeah. i had him not making it i also had um o'connell ahead of him um so if one of those two is going to make it i had thought it was going to be um o'connell not radigan but the team does really like radigan so maybe i shouldn't have been surprised 
Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you can take a look at, at his play in the, in the offseason. You can say, well, he looked like he was out of position and all that kind of stuff. But it's really difficult to tell um, how these teams value uh, guys like him. I know that they, like you've said, they, they do. Um, I would imagine a guy like Patrick O'Connell, possibly even Ben Burkirvin, who was also cut, Levi Bell, uh, who was also released. Uh, those guys are going to be back on the practice squad if they don't get picked up by other teams. Now, you go look at all of the, the cuts around the league. There's a ton of linebackers and, and mm-hmm. uh, off-the-ball linebackers and so forth out there. Teams are more comfortable with what they know usually. So unless somebody's really stand out or has tremendous upside, they're going to be available for that practice yeah. squad. And like Levi Bell might be someone that people – claim and 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 that simply because pass rushers are harder to come by than off the ball linebackers um and i had uh levi bell making the team and radigan not and so that was kind of the only switch there uh for me mm-hmm. um the good news is Tariq smith made it i i really like Tariq. um Derek hall is a is a name to watch he's uh got that shoulder uh injury that mm-hmm. uh, just happened in the last game, and he may be a guy that ends up reverting over to IR. Yeah, we don't know uh, how serious that is. And and so some of these guys, what I'm saying is some of these guys, uh, like Levi Bell, could end up back on the roster yeah. or somebody else that's out there. So um, on safety uh, and, and the defensive backs in general, a uh, couple of surprises for me. Jonathan Sutherland was uh, waived with an injury designation, mm-hmm. um, so that he could he could come back, um, and and likely uh, will. I think actually, there with him being waived, injured, life becomes really difficult to get him back. Really? Yes, because if he wins, if he makes it through. Um, if he makes it through the waiver process, he reverts to injured reserve, but doesn't have that. I spent 24 hours on the, um, on the active roster before going their status. So you're done for the year. Um, the only way to get him back would be to reach an injury settlement with him and where the team doesn't pay him for the whole year, but they pay him like for five That's weeks, usually which is what usually happens. How's long, how long someone is, is hurt. So they pay them until, um, right. So if, if, if you're, we think, okay, you're going to be hurt for a month. Let's pay you for five weeks, just, you know, whatever. Um, and then they can go sign with anyone at that moment. Um, at, or, but if they wait, if they sit out there unsigned until, um, like if they see, pay them for five weeks until the sixth week, um, after he was released, then they can bring him back. Um, and it ends up being a, a weird process and uh, so very rarely you see guys to, to him considering how well he played and, and apparently well thought of and, and he, they had him moved all over the place and kind of running first team. Reps I think it's and so just, forth. I think it's, a, it's, a it's just that this time of year, right? He, he was hurt and therefore um, they thought, okay, let's keep, someone like Reed on the roster instead, but by waving him with the injury designation, what that means is that he'll revert to IR, his season's done, but they get to keep his rights into next year and he can come back and try again. 
that's, and he'll that's also so have access to for a player. He'll also have access to the team's facilities, trainers, doctors, all of that because he's on um, injured reserve. So they did the same thing with Joey Blount. They did the same thing with Vi Jones. Yep. All three players are in the same bucket, which is and they're all three tough. young young players who have shown significant talent um but didn't quite make the roster i mean fight jones was injured for too much of it to really make but um joey blount was hurt for most of training camp came back played in this last game played pretty well in this last game um but then got hurt again and when you're already got 10 other um you know defensive backs that you need roster spots for right right you're you're almost looking for a guy like joey blount yeah to, to be able to make room for mm-hmm. for everyone I mean, it's kind of the kind of the joke that they're like some of these guys that are really young promising but hurt um at this point um sometimes how hurt are they right it's like oh um they're this team's got too many safeties so Jonathan Sutherland gets a hangnail and therefore ends yeah. up on injured it's un- reserve. It's unfortunate <laughs> though, because it's not terribly fair to the player, but also the team likes him enough to want him around the system and, and have him back next year. And that's um, kind of what it's all about. Fair to the player. If he, I mean, a player if, wants to play. So if he's healthy, he's got to have a job and he's only really going to be out for two weeks. He wants he to be gets, able to go to another team. He wants another opportunity. He wants to be able to. Is showcase. another team going to give him an opportunity? Who knows? He was an but undrafted. He he's unable free to find out because and, now he's got that in, injury thing. I'm yeah. just saying. It's not. It's, saying, it's kind of a tough deal. You're guaranteeing him a year of pay, or he can get cut, and along with a thousand other people, and probably not ever find a job. Yeah, but he would have been on the practice squad. Okay, so um, Kobe Bryant made it. There, there was a not a question with uh, from me, but I saw it out there uh, that that maybe he was a guy, um, a potential trade candidate as well. Uh, Same with Jarek, Michael Jackson. Yeah, Jarek, uh Jarek Reed made this roster initially right now, uh, before anything else happens. Um, he's on the fifty-three. So the room is Quandre Diggs, Julian Love, Jamal Adams, Kobe Bryant, Jarek Reed on the safety group, Tariq Woolen, Devin Witherspoon, Mike Jackson, Trey Brown, and Artie Burns. I had Artie Burns on my roster. I I, I was thinking about putting him on to the practice squad the day before, and it uh, turns out he made the roster as well, so at least initially. Mm-hmm. I, I think the team, we've got a, a few more moves that are going to happen in the next two or two or three days. In addition yeah, to Artie the Burns, 16 man practice squad. Artie Burns played really well in the preseason. Like he was quietly like last year, really good. Um, I thought he was better than last year. Um, and last year he was also banged up a little bit. And that was why Michael Jackson got the starting mm-hmm. job was because Artie Burns wasn't healthy. And then Jackson just never gave it up. Yeah. Um, this, this year Burns is healthy still. He's playing really well. Um, you know, he, he earned this spot as much as anybody else. And, but it's kind of an embarrassment of riches for Seattle where you've got, you know, if, if Devin Witherspoon gets that hamstring, right. 
you've got four guys here um, that are starter quality, plus um, a guy like, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant, um, who's going to be a nickel yeah. slash safety. Um, and you so might is go in. Love. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's five guys with starter talent? Um, you might let a team come ask for Artie Burns and see what you can get for him. Um, because last year he played like two snaps. Yeah. He just, he couldn't get on the field. It was a luxury and, to, to, yeah. to be able to do that, to have a guy. They kept, him, they kept like him around that. in part because he was the vet and it was a really, really young room. Okay. He's still the vet. It's still a really, really young room, but everyone else is a year older. Um, so he is still a luxury, but he's a good one to have like, at some point, you know, he's either going to play or someone's going to trade for him. I can't imagine him sticking around in Seattle again to stand on the sideline. But, but yet here we are. Um, and he knew that he knew, he knew coming in, he knew, right? Mm -hmm. Like he signed a deal, um, when he knew that how stacked this room was. Yeah. That, that was, was before after, the... after after Julian Love after you know with Kobe Bryant on the roster Tariq Woolen that was yep. be, that was before before Devin Witherspoon and Jared was it Reed before but... the draft that yeah. he signed okay oh, that was just um, before like within it was in that week leading up to it if I remember right so all ten draft picks made it onto the roster at least today and mm -hmm. um, two undrafted guys Jake Bobo congratulations and Chris Stoll. Uh, made the roster and his job was never in jeopardy. I, he was one of the safest guys on the entire roster for the entire training camp period. And then signed to the 53, Chris stole, um, everyone else had some competition, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, so that was, yeah, they, that, that's kind of nuts. Yeah. They, you know, they, they picked up this undrafted rookie long snapper and never looked at anyone else. Now yeah, granted what we've see seen in the preseason, often. he was really good. Like he, there was no problems. He even got downfield and made a tackle and was um, there as with an assist on another one. So, like, clearly he can do the job. Um, and But just the idea that you're bringing in this unknown, undrafted rookie and you're not even going to think about a guy like Ott or, um, mm -hmm. you know, one of those guys Tucker. that are out there. And I just he, I noticed, too, today that uh, Carson Tinker uh, was a cap casual or was a casualty. Um, mm -hmm. So he's back out there again. He's back out there. So let's talk about the roster for just a minute. Um, now that we know what we've got, um, minus anything that, that comes up, um, I think we pretty well have a good idea of what the Seahawks are going to want to do on their practice squad too. Now there's always exceptions. There's always going to be three or four guys that we don't have on our radar right now that end up on that list. And, and a few guys that we thought maybe would go to the practice squad become unavailable or they just, opt to go in a different direction. I think Holton Allers deserves a spot there. I think he's their quarterback. Thompson, the running back, I think they want to have back. Tajon uh, Lindsey uh, had some kick return ability that I think the team is interested in. Uh, Landers, Cade Johnson, I think those guys end up on the practice squad. Maybe not Landers. I don't know. Um, if there was one receiver that really didn't do too much that I was expecting more from, it would have been Matt Landers. Yeah, I mean, he was hyped pre-camp because of his work during the OTAs and, and um, you know, that kind of stuff. 
And the team was like just really impressed with them. And then he kind of came out and didn't really do much. He did have that touchdown in the first preseason game. Um, but that wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go beat her, uh, a cornerback and, you know, make a good play. It was a ball thrown up in the air. He knew where it was. The cornerback just kept running and it dropped down, you know, dropped down to him about 25 yards before where the running back or the cornerback had gotten to. It was just a weird fluky play. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, he really didn't do as much. He did. He was banged up a little bit. And so that might be part of it too. Um, but I would expect him back physically. There's a lot, I mean, the guy's tall and got, has wheels and, um, there's a lot to like there. And so maybe he's a guy that can come in and practice and work and get better and, you know, um, be a valuable piece down the road. How about Jake Bobo, Keith? What a phenomenon here. I mean, he's already like a cult classic in in Seattle and on this team. Um, does he, he really have an effect on the, three, on the roster? I think so. He had touchdowns in all three preseason games. Um, he was receiving passes from Gino in the one game that Gino played, which means the team saw him, you know, out there early with the starters. Um, and... I, he's going to yeah. have a chance. Eskridge is have out. A chance. Young is out. Eskridge is out. Right. Um, and and, and uh, Jigba is is injured. Yeah, JSN's um, got that wrist injury. There's, you know, three of your six receivers. You've got, um, you know, Cody Thompson and Jake Bobo, and then the two top guys are your four guys that are are healthy. Um, he's going to get playing time this first week. He's going to have an opportunity. Wow. I mean, they're very different players and very different styles of players, but the story kind of reminds me of Doug Baldwin, who was an undrafted um, receiver that became one of the better receivers in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Um, let's see. Who else? Um, I really like the way that Jacob Sykes played. Um, he's very active. He he's very intelligent, um, knew how to, uh, read defenses and all that kind of stuff. The team liked him for that. I would imagine uh, that, uh, he was one of the, the, the last cuts, um, on this roster. I think it probably came down to a guy like that or Gotel and keeping a guy like Jerry Reed on the roster, Keith. Um, or John Radigan. Or, or Radigan. Yeah. So talk to me about these fringy guys and then these injury things that are happening where maybe Derek Young reverts um, over to IR um, after 24 hours and, and or a couple other players that, that potentially could get, that could happen too. Yeah. I mean, um, in this particular case, especially since they've only got six defensive linemen, you know, they're going to add another one at least. Um, and then it might just be one of those situations where, um, they looked at some of the guys who had already been announced to be cut from other teams and you had Sykes and you had Gotel and you're like, I need one of these like four or five guys, two that we know these other three we like from other teams. Um, I just need one of them to be available 24 hours from now. Um, and they were okay with, you know, it could, it's an interesting right, way to letting look at it go. It. Um, and so that just gives them the flexibility to go ahead and cut both of those guys, knowing that they're going to be okay. Cause there's 
other guys they like if they if both of them get claimed and then i don't know if they will um Gotel to me was more interesting simply because of how active he was and how at a guy his size and his, his size, ability to yeah. get into the backfield at 340 pounds um was kind of impressive but you know if he's gone sykes will still be there so uh it, it's a, yeah, definitely a possibility there um yeah with radigan i'm i like I said, I'm, I'm still a little surprised just because at middle linebacker, the fact that um, Jordan Brooks is healthy and ready to go, um, and the fact that Devin Bush is healthy and ready to go and was good in, in the preseason and stuff, um, those two guys opposite Bobby Wagner are probably going to be fighting for 40% of the snaps between the two of them. Um, that's enough that you probably are okay with three. Um, and so I was a little surprised to see Radigan added instead of, um, you know, one of the defensive ends, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's probably one of those things they looked at it and they go, Radigan's more likely to get picked off, um, with the waiver wire than the other two. So yeah, he does do well at special teams. And, and but the, Levi the Bell would, as stuff. well, though. I think Levi Bell was literally the last guy. Like they, they wanted to keep him, but they just didn't have a spot today. But mm-hmm. by the time Derek Young goes, maybe Kenny McIntosh ends up there. Or Mike Morris, you know, goes to to IR, um, short term IR. Um, maybe a guy like Bell comes back. Maybe a guy like Patrick O'Connell uh, comes back, or Skype Sykes. Yeah, so the, the the only issue there is with Levi Bell, Patrick O'Connell, they're coming back to positions that are loaded. Yeah. Oh, no, there's no question. Why? Well, I, I mean, you've are, we were just talking about I, that John Radigan is there for special teams and doesn't really have a path to the field unless there's a massive amount of injuries. Why would you bring back the person who's even lower than him on that depth chart at that position? Um, and... You know, Levi well, Bell. Because Derek, can, Derek Hall has that that shoulder AC injury that that Pete mentioned, right? Yeah, but they so put, it could uh, be Derek Hall that goes to IR and they bring Bell back. They would bring Bell back. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they could right. do that. They could push Derek Hall to short term IR and and um, bring Bell back, and you know, still have their depth and, and even stuff if they didn't, linebacker. you know, guys like Bell. Um, Patrick O'Connell, Sykes, those guys are going to end up being on the practice squad. Yeah, I think so. And they can and they can manipulate that as well. Mm-hmm. Unless they get you know, unless they get claimed, unless another team yeah. saw what Levi Bell did in the preseason and was like, you know what, um, he's better than we thought he was. Let's bring him in. So they'll claim him off waivers and cut someone, um, give him that roster spot. So we'll wait and see. Yeah, interesting. So then they'll, they'll build the 16-man practice squad um, in the next, uh, well, it'll be, it, they'll be able to do that starting 1 p.m. tomorrow. Yes. Uh, Tuesday. The players have to clear waivers, and waiver, the waiver period is 24 hours. So is, Wait, um, is today Tuesday or is today Monday? Today is Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so uh, Wednesday at 1 p.m., they can, they can start. Uh, compiling that and they will do that very quickly they, they've done that in the past where they pretty yep. much announce almost everyone right away <laughs> they'll have they'll have like um 10 or 11 or 12 yeah yeah, yeah. they'll have agreements with people and you just can't sign them until they clear waivers 
And then once they do, they'll sign their, you know, um, they're set up and ready to go. Um, then there may be some players that are, that are claimed. I, it's going to be weird this year because everyone's getting cut at once. I just don't so, know if there's going to be that many waiver claims. So, um, if, if there was one move to be made and you were bringing a player outside the organization in, and I assume it's, it would be a defensive tackle. It would be, yeah, it would be a, a defensive Which lineman. player would you then cut on this existing 53-man roster to make that happen? John Radigan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, without using any manipulation on yeah. um, IR stuff, yeah. Yep. If you, had, if you just had to cut someone because you signed or traded for um, a defensive lineman, I would look at, at the, you know, look at the defensive um, roster and he's the one guy that is, um, you know, I, I agree with you just, and I'm, he's, I kinda, just, he's cuttable in that. I think you can get him back on the practice squad and you don't really need him right away. Uh, now, if somebody gets hurt, you'll want him and you'll want him there, but that may not be week one. So that's why I, I would, I would go that route. You know, Nick Bellure seems to be a fan favorite, seems to be a player favorite, seems to be a team favorite, team captain. But what value does Nick Bellure bring that a guy like Jan Radigan doesn't have, already have him? Younger, under control, longer, et cetera. Or Patrick um, O'Connell, for that matter. Nick Bellure is one of the best special teams players in the NFL. He offers you nothing Still, as a linebacker. At 31, 32 years old? Uh, well, he was there last year. You go back in, and um, when he was healthy, because he w did miss some, some time with injury, but when he was healthy, um, he was always the first one down on, on, on kick coverage and stuff. He was there making tackles, making plays. Um, he's just really good. And I, that's you know why he's still here he's also a team captain he's kind of a coach to the younger guys when it comes to special team stuff um and so as much as i'm always for the last like three years i've been yeah maybe this is the year where they finally move on um and they make sure that their guys can offer more than just than just special teams at least in potential he's still around the team keeps him around for a reason and they paid him pretty well to stay he's making like four million dollars a year keith yeah that's so they pretty pretty amazing really but you know yeah, they, a, they a, clearly value what he brings yeah i agree um okay looking at this roster as a whole how far can we go how how good is this roster i like this roster i like this roster um a lot more than i thought i would and I think part of that's because Jordan Brooks um, got healthy and I didn't expect that. Um, and uh, you've seen like Trey Brown play really well in this yeah. uh, preseason. Yeah. It allowed Kobe Bryant to move full time over to safety. Mm -hmm. Not only Trey Brown, but everyone else in that defensive back room. It made the, the, the defensive back room work better by moving him, I think. Yeah. And then seeing guys like Jake Bobo um, and DJ Dallas um, look like 
they could stand in and and pretend to be a starter um for a you know a few snaps here or a game there um deeper at center it just yeah it, the, the it's just the depth and i'll let's be honest at center um where evan brown just was significantly better than expectations yeah you know so, i am concerned a little bit on the depth now it, you know going into the year i thought we were looking really strong at running back really strong at wide receiver i think that we still are but it's not the depth that i thought it was at least at wide receiver especially with the eskridge suspended now uh, mm-hmm. Tariq young injured and jigba has been injured it is injured again um with with the wrist and so i'm just a little leery now of that particular situation but everything else is looking pretty good even defensive tackle the starters and backup situation I think it's okay, especially if Cameron Young is actually ready to go. You know, first yeah, the game. defensive line, not just not just the nose tackle, but just the, the entire defensive line. Um, you know, Dre Jones, uh, Jerron Reed, um, like liking that combination, but Mike Morris is hurt. They're losing that. Mario Edwards mm-hmm. um is a minimum salary benefit guy, uh, who's now the starter, and five Miles Adams is a or five what? teams in six years. Yeah. Mario Edwards. Yeah. And Miles Adams is supposed to be a key rotational cog. And we've seen that show before and it wasn't pretty. Um, the defensive not line a good has run defender. The defensive line has, was the weakness last year. They completely. My, um, Miles Adams is the only player on this roster that was on the roster last year on, on the entire defensive line one guy so they retooled the whole thing but there's no depth especially with morris hurt um and cameron, and cameron young. young um banged Doesn't up too. snap yeah in preseason um so there's a lot to worry about on the defensive line yeah i mean really they're going to end up bringing you know potentially jacob sykes and and matthew uh gotel off the the practice squad onto the 53 you know type of a, a deal uh, to shore up that or they're going to go outside the organization like keith said there's you know a, a dozen defensive tackles out there right now in varying size and shape and form and you know what they specialize in and so forth hopefully they can find somebody out there that's competent come in right away and help the team um, i would like to see that um, i think there's more value there than having John Radigan on the roster. I like John. There's nothing against John. It's just that right now, I think the value is, you know, up front, and we, we lack that a little bit. So, yeah. Otherwise, I'm happy. Pretty happy, and and pretty much exactly the way we thought it was going to go. Um, yeah. Give or take a couple of spots, you know, which happens every year. But um, I think yeah, that the, there were no there were no big surprises. There was no. Yeah. Um, nothing just completely out of you know, like weirdness. You know what I mean? Like it, how sh- we, I would have been absolutely shocked if drew lock didn't make the team and, and Holton Naylor's did right. Like that would have been just like, or just DJ insanely shocking, and, even and though Thompson came on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. Right. And, and, and something like that, but there isn't any of that. There's, there's we no, were, we were, you know, we missed out on the sixth wide receiver. He's up Winston. Um, 
Well, yeah, but we both had um, young, young on going to IR, going yeah. to IR um, yeah. rather than making the roster initially. So if we knew Drake Young was healthy enough to make the roster, which he still might not be, he still might end up at IR anyway. Um, I would right. have had him over um, right. Aesop Winston. So, I mean, it really is. This was a year where they didn't have a lot of vets. They had uh, 10 draft picks and 28 undrafted free agents in camp. That is way too many. Um, and what it did was it led to us pretty much knowing what the roster was going to look like because they didn't have depth from um, about player 56 to 90. Uh, it was pretty easy that, to see that all of those guys were going to get cut. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Well, fun show. I'm glad this is over with now. Um, now we can get on with, uh, with planning with this roster and, um, going forward with a practice squad group that, uh, of, of young guys that, that we can count on. Um, so by the end of the week, we'll, we'll have a pretty good idea of where we stand, um, with the mm -hmm. roster before, you know, for week one, uh, we'll go into a prediction show as far as season, a regular season, uh, wins and losses, That's uh, predictions. Fun. That's fun. Um, uh, we might have, I don't know, maybe we can do a show on awards, uh, predicting rookie of the year, all that kind of stuff. Um, that would be fun too. Um, but otherwise we're, we're kind of in regular season mode after this week. Yes, we are. Which is good. Which is really good. All right, let's get out of here. Find Keith on Twitter at Myers NFL. You can find me at NWC Hawk. The show is Seahawks Playbook Podcast. You can find it on your favorite podcast platforms and our YouTube channel. And when you find it, hit the subscribe button. That would help. So until next time, go Hawks. Go Hawks. Seahawks Playbook Podcast listeners, thanks for joining us for another edition of the show. You can find us on Twitter. Bill is at NWC Hawk. Keith is at Myers NFL. And the show is at Hawks Playbook. You can listen and subscribe to the show at SeahawksPlaybook.com. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.